Praise the name of the Lord. Well, it's so good to see your smiling faces. It's good to be here in Portland once again. It's always a pleasure for me. Amen. Uh, meet so many good folks here. Uh, you know, I, I have to say, before I came here, maybe like five years ago, um, I've been told you got to go to Portland. You got to go to Portland. And that was uh, reverberating like maybe for like almost 35 years. You know, they kept telling me you got to go to Portland. Well, uh, God knew what he had to do, and he took my daughter and moved her over to Portland. (laughs) So I had no choice but to come over to Portland. And when I came, I said I should have come before. So I meet so many good folks here, you know, uh, Brennan, my good friend, always a pleasure to see Brennan. Um, you know, it's really a pleasure to be here. So let's get to the word. Amen. Hebrews, the 11th chapter, the sixth verse. And it reads thus. It's a very familiar verse. It says, but without faith, It is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Faith. I want to just stress on that, the adverb, diligently. Diligently. You see, I want to let you know that you can please God. Amen? You can please God. That's something that is really revolutionary to me, that me, a puny little old guy, can please God. It's humongous. A God that created the universe, and when I think of the vastness of the universe, it's like, he has time for me. I feel like David. You know, when David says, who am I? You know, when I consider the the, the stars and the moon, I feel like that. But yes, you, each and every one of you, can please God. But how do you go about doing this? You know, back in college and school, when you would get a test, sometimes the answer is in the question. You know, or the question before. Some information, you, you get it right there. So you read, right in this verse... The answer is there. How you can please God. It says without faith, it is impossible to please God. Meaning that you need faith to please God. The question is, how do you get this faith? It says that you have to diligently seek him. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's look at the word diligent. And there are some synonyms uh, that I would like to point out to you. Actively, steadily, earnestly, laboriously, deliberately. These are things that you need to do when you're seeking God. Brother Chet preached on Tuesday night. He says you have to tarry. And tarry takes earnestness. It takes intentionality. You need to know that you have to do this and it 
you have to be deliberate about it. Jeremiah 29, the 11th chapter, uh, the 29th chapter, reading from the 11th verse, maybe, maybe I just read it for you just one second. Jeremiah, the 29th chapter, and the 11th verse. Amen. Brother Alfred's Bible. Yes. For I know the thought that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of patience and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And ye shall seek me, and find me, when ye shall search for me with all your heart, and I will be found of you, saith the Lord. Diligently seeking. It takes me back when I was uh, quoting my beloved wife, Sister Rose. She just testified. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, the Lord has been very good to us. But I remember when I was um, quoting her. First of all, I had no intention of getting married. I had no intention of getting involved. Uh, my mom talked to me and I said, you know, mom, when I'm 35 years old, I'll think about it, you know. And lo and behold, much more years before God, again, he knows what to do. He brought this young lady right in front. And, uh, you know, you go to the Lord and you ask, Lord, you know, guide me because the marriage for me was was something tremendous. This is not something to take lightly. Amen. We're having one tomorrow, and I've already sat down and spoken to my boy. He's a man now, and I've spoken to him and saying, this is something, this is life. Okay, this is something that God ordained. And, and so, as a Christ, young Christian, I, I, I wanted to do right. I wanted to please God. And so, you know, speak to to. To the Lord, and yes, and He put this thing in my heart that I just couldn't understand. You know, I just want to be around her. I just want to see her. I want to talk to her, be on the phone, and I, I you know, didn't want to get off the phone. She didn't want to get off the phone. You know, you young folks, you know, you know what it's like. You know, and uh, even coming to church, it would be a better night. If she was there, you know, spoke to God about that too, and he told me it was okay. Yeah, yeah, he did tell me it was okay. He said, that's all right. You know, uh, yes, we have a song. My wife and I, when we got together and we were getting married, we, had, we have a, a song that between us that we, we sang, and we, we made sure that we made Jesus the focal point. And I, I can give you the words of the song, and she might be smiling even now. I, it goes like this. I sing your love song because you came to my mind. It's not a typical love song because it's one of mine. When I say I love you, you know that it's true, even though you're number two. 
It's not that I love you less and less, but each day I love you more and more. But there is only one place in my heart. And Rose, you know who's that for. Jesus is number one in my life. So second place will have to do for you. I plan on spending the rest of my life in love with the two of you. The second verse says, don't get downhearted and think I don't love you. I'll expect the same commitment from you. Because I'll be heartbroken if I were to find out that I was not your number two. Amen. Amen. Jesus has to be number one. We got to seek him diligently. That's how you get to faith. You seek him with all your heart. Well, let me go back to the story I was telling you about my wife. And uh, we would go to Bible study and prayer meeting and youth nights and after church. You know, we'll look for a ride. And if she doesn't get a ride, I have to make sure that she gets home. And I would go on the train in the subway at, late at night, take, making sure she gets home, travel all the way from Brooklyn to Queens, and then I'm on my way back. But it was love. I wanted to be with her. And so you, young folks, everyone, even the older ones, when you want to get that faith, you have to seek diligently. You got to seek arduously, laboriously. Think of all the, the superlatives that you can think of. You got to give it your all. Our motto is earnestly contend for the faith. We got to earnestly seek. And here's the good part about it. God is a rewarder. You see, you seek him, you do it diligently, he's going to reward you. Faith is there for you. You just got to seek it diligently, and he'll give it to you gladly, freely. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. He's a God that is willing to do more and above than you can even imagine. So tonight, you may be thinking that, okay, who's this guy? He's coming in here and telling me and giving me equation. Yes, it can happen to you tonight. You can have the joy. Well, with this faith, when you seek the faith, there's so many blessings that comes with that. I can tell you, I mean, some of you have read my testimony, and that's maybe part of it. My brothers and my sister, my brother and my sister is here. Uh, you can talk with them after and find out what kind of person I, I was, but please don't. <laughs> but God rearranged my going. And when he saved me, oh, man, this thing was so sweet. I said, I got to find out more. And, you know, uh, you know, it was my, my dear sister who's gone now um, three years from cancer. But her husband is here, and he knows. She was, she was so into God. She's the one that brought us out, you know, in a way, you know, spoke to my mother, let them go to Sunday school. Wasn't really want to go to Sunday school, but we went there, and I got saved in Sunday school. My brother did too. 
And up to today, we are in the Lord. Amen? Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. And the Lord has taken us through many things. So, yes, when the Lord saved me, there was a hunger he put in my heart. And so he made a big change in my heart. Young, young people that are here tonight, I want to let you know, you can be an example for the Lord. You can please God. Through faith, you can please God. I tell you, as a teenager in the U.S. Virgin Islands, the American paradise, they call it. Yeah, there was that time where we, you know, I would go to the hills and, and spend time alone with, with God. I didn't know that, um, I'll be here and, uh, going to, uh, be in New York where, but all of that time really kept me as I seek the Lord then. He planted, uh, a foundation in my heart and from there was built, you know, my brother is here, my sister is here. We, we sort of like had the whole community go, come into church. You know, the young folks, you can make a difference. I'm telling you. You know, Satan will tell you that you're missing out. No, you're, you're not missing out if you give all your life to God, if you trust God. I want to let you get, can I speak to the young folks just a little bit, just right now? Because, you know, Satan, he is cunning and he's, he's grabbing the youth. You can be the light for those that are out there. You see, they're seeking. They don't even know what they're seeking. But you need to be the light for them. Amen. You have it. And don't let the enemy thinking that make you think that you're missing out. No, you're not missing out. They want to see. And I'm a witness of that. I'm telling you where I go with the young. They look at me and they want to know what's, what's, what's up? What's, what's, what's about you, Gary? I, I don't, I don't know. There's, there's something about, uh, yes, it's Jesus. Amen. Yes. And they, 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 they will talk. They will actually testify for me. They will testify for you. Oh, I know that young man. Yeah, he's a good man. You know, hey, no, you can't talk that way around him. I, I never demanded anything, but the light that shines, it draws and it, it compels them. You can be the difference to them, but you have to diligently seek that faith and God will give it to you freely. Now, if you are not young and you say that you're not young, I want to let you know also too in your age, wherever you are, God has that faith for you. He has that peace, that contentment. Whatever you need, he has it for you. You just got to seek diligently. When you do that, the Lord will open up the windows of heaven, the doors, and the blessing will come in. I'm telling you, sometimes I, I just, I'm beside myself. I can't believe that this God is so great. So some of the works that he does in my life, and you, you see my kids here. I thank God for them being in church. But I remember that when they were young, I was seeking God diligently on their behalf. Amen. Because I know that the world, at some time, we won't have control over them. But Yes, we took them to prayer meeting. And they loved the church. Now they, they, they were grown and they could go their own ways, but they get up and they go, they go to church. 
And I'm thanking God for that. The foundation. But you, if you're here tonight and you don't have the joy of the Lord, or let's say you had it and for some reason it waned away, it is still there for you. All you got to do is seek him diligently. And it is there for you. He is willing to give you whatever you need. Things that you can never think of. He'll give it to you. Blessings here. And at the end, there is eternal life. God bless you tonight.